Hey, what up, big fella? <sighs> what are you doing today, Ty? Oh, it's a great day. Um, I am eating some leftover pizza, and then I'm going to try to burn some cows and go for a run. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what kind of pizza are you eating over there? I just had some leftover pizza, the only kind of pizza I eat at home. I either eat pizza out or I eat pizza at home, but my pizza at home is always leftover pizza. So, wait, hold on. Hold on a second. Are you the type of guy to take home a slice of pizza from an Italian restaurant because you didn't, you didn't pour Thai didn't finish as lunch? No, no. <laughs> no, you're misunderstanding this completely, Eric. I you're like takeaway pizza? I like to eat boxed pizza from fast food pizza restaurants in public places. I like to order a pizza and then sit on a bench and eat it. Or order a pizza and sit in a park and eat it. Pizza so, is a great outdoor eating food. Oh, fascinating. I don't think I've ever eaten a pizza outdoors unless it was on a patio. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking way. You've eaten a pizza outdoors, dude. Everyone there's, has. No, there's no way. Like, I'm thinking about like a, you know, maybe a cookout. I might have some sausages, some links, <laughs> you know what I mean? But never a, never a slice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always go for the wieners. But um, I feel like your personal brand is not locked in enough that you could have gone your whole life without eating a pizza outside off a patio. Off a patio? I've eaten it on a patio. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about off a patio. You're, you're, we're gonna, you know you can go off menu. We're going off patio here. So you're at a bench across the street from a patio eating your like neighborhood domino straight mm-hmm. out of the box crying i don't know if you watching if you were watching to, girls uh, go by if you were to share the same postal code as me you would know that eating pizza on a bench is frowned upon heavily um mm-hmm. and you would you know be like one degree different from the guy shooting heroin next to you who's also eating a pizza next to you <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a that's um a fair point you don't want to actually create some sort of brand association yeah even tying your shoe around here on a bench is like really risky business. Um, so if that you were to, really... if you were to dine outdoors in my postal code, you need to have a glass of wine, like or something along those lines, in order to be like, you know, seen as not doing shady shit. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, some sort of like class indicator is always necessary. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you might tell me more it. about this. Uh, Tell me more about this indoor outdoor pizza you've been eating. <laughs> um, so, so, are you are you buying fast food restaurant pizza and then intentionally making them leftovers? You know, I can stomach twelve inches of sandwich, but it's pretty hard to down fourteen inches of pizza because the 14. circumference makes it so much bigger than a sandwich. Like it, that, if you like flattened a foot long, it wouldn't even make fourteen inches a pizza pie it would make like six inches of pizza pie that's true and you look like a deep dish deep 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 dick down deep dish pizza kind of mm-hmm. guy yeah so, i like um, my pizza thick 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 so the 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 thick mm-hmm. um so you are probably consuming way more bread that's in a pizza than in a foot long um because you know the length or the width of one uh pie <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like the diameter is probably a foot long worth of bread. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's a lot of bread. I mean, and I always go for extra large pizza whenever I walk into the old Domino's. They they have a nickname for me. They call me Chubs. 
they know he's going for the doughiest dough. And uh, <laughs> uh, man, shit, man, shit you gets are... in you. So okay, have we talked about the slices and sticks at on this podcast yet? Is this Little Caesars? Yeah. we probably talked about the slices. I know you know what it is because we've talked about it before. But <laughs> did we talk about it live on air? That's what I want. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, Hit me. What? What do you? What could you possibly have to say about the slices and sticks? We just got to talk about how absurd it is. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, they think they could make a half pepperoni, half cheese pizza, and then just cut it differently, and then brand it as a whole different product. It's just a pizza, but sliced in sticks. <laughs> it's subway level rebranding. They just like stick your sandwich in a panini press, bam, panini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, exactly. You can't reinvent pizza, like. Exactly, it's subway levels of novelty. Like, um, here's a protein bowl, but all it is is just a salad. It's just the same as a sandwich, but no bread. Mm-hmm. An extra <laughs> it's meat, just salami layered over some lettuce, and <laughs> and they're calling that a whole new product. It's like the same thing as this. So. Mm-hmm. Although I would say that like a bowl full of meatballs and spinach is something I would never think of. <laughs> so kudos to Subway because I wouldn't have come up with that myself. That is true. Uh, nothing like a microwave bowl of pickles and lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn. I think the bowls at Subway, the protein bowls would take off if Subway like had better ingredients and they had more uh-huh. like... Um, more eclectic ingredients because like I think about like when I order a bowl from like a nicer restaurant there's usually some like uh protein in there but then there's also like some like funny ingredients like you'll get like some like baked yam or you'll get like some uh craisins or you'll get uh some like edamame you know and Mm -hmm. that you get all these kind of like weird ingredients that end up creating kind of a bowl vibe you'll get like uh like a tzatziki bowl or a poke bowl, or you'll get something that's more like a sushi bowl. <laughs> so basically gentrification in a bowl. You gentrify the bowl, but at Subway, all your bowls are just sandwich bowls. That's, that's because Subway is the most down-to-earth restaurant that exists. You make the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not trying to be anything special. It's not even like, like even McDonald's is like, oh, check out this uh, fucking BLT, like, uh, quarter pounder. It's like no, 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 fuck all that, dude. We're going just bread, lettuce, <laughs> salami, mm-hmm. sauce. Like, what the fuck else do you need? It's a good point. It's for the people, unchanged. If unchanged. you want to change it, you get to change it. You change the beauty it. of it. it it's enough. never changed because you were making it the whole time. That's a really good point, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, what a what a so, sleeper place, man. You're just reigniting my passion for something. I think <laughs> yeah. about it. And I'm like, man, every every other fast food chain, they always like they always like take nab like jabs at each other on Twitter. They're always like talking to each other up on like whatever's yeah. new. Subway mm-hmm. is never involved in those conversations. Excluded. He's the kid that eats it. Subway sits nope. and eats its lunch alone, just like its patrons. Exactly. It's- so when, when Burger King uh, starts firing off tweets about women be belonging in the kitchen, uh you know, Subway never gets involved with that kind of um, that kind of clickbait. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there's one area of Subway's brand that has managed to avoid controversy is they are mm-hmm. not outspoken about anything. Yeah, it, they're they're proof that silence is not being uh, complicit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
perhaps that's why I like eating alone at Subway is because Subway is eating Subway is eating alone itself. You know? So <laughs> it's kind of this, Subway is alone. <laughs> and it actually um uh, amplifies this kind of like trope of like the creator. Like the creator as a trope is kind of always or like the artist is always seen as this like kind of like man or woman of mystery. They like operate alone. They 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 mm-hmm. like like Bonnie Vare like uh holes away isolation. in like a cabin in isolation in Wisconsin to produce something beautiful. It's kind of like this mm-hmm. like Kanye gets holed up in Hawaii, comes back with something. The idea of the creative genius is always like mm-hmm. a single entity. It's never a group. Mm-hmm. So much like uh Ty here when he walks into Subway all all on his lonesome and probably makes the best sandwich of his life there just because he's like all in his feels he has nobody to impress but himself and he just fully sends it eyes closed and he blacks out of the booth at subway mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but when big eric big meat eric is there next to him he gets a little frazzled and maybe he's trying to you know be a little performative and maybe doesn't make the best sandwich of his life because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i didn't make a sandwich for me i made a sandwich for you and that was yeah. my mistakes it's featuring eric but really you know we want the thai solo album Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, features can be good. Like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy had a shit ton of features on it, and that album rocked. That's true. That that one Kanye song, like that went like scoopity whoop poop. No features, mm-hmm. completely <laughs> fell flat. In fact, that was we should have seen that as a sign as fans that something was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, it like, really all went downhill from that moment, eh? Hey? Mm-hmm. So that was theory, like the same era as like the Trump shit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like he was he was scoopity whoop pooping his own life. Wow, that is yeah. So if I walk in into Subway and I make scoopity whoop poop, there's a sign where you gotta like if you are at Subway to the breadheads out there and your friends are with you and they accidentally make some scoopity whoop poop or they tell you about whoop poop that they made at Subway, check in on them and make sure they're okay because a bad sandwich from an artist in pain is uh-huh. like means they're actually in an exceptional amount of trouble. A good start sandwich from an artist in pain means they've cre- found their like creative vibe zone. <laughs> I love how you put that so scientifically for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I think the thing we're ignoring here is the fact that the Scoopity Whoop Poop song is actually a banger. And it's it actually sure is. a really <laughs> fucking good song. Um, so it tells me like, you know, two things. One, Somebody who is in deep trouble can also still provide and make a fire sandwich. Um, but number two, and more importantly, is you can make a good sandwich, but if it looks like you don't care about the sandwich you're about to eat, then that's where there's some cause for concern. Like if Ty starts making a real meatball sandwich, I'm gonna stop the sh- I'm gonna stop the mm. show right there. I'm like, whoa, hold mm. on, what's going on here? Like, don't cancel the sandwich. We're starting over. Because mm-hmm, I wasn't playing within my brand, right? You know, because you stopped caring about your, um, your like, whatever your uh, what's it my called principles. Your my, principles, my exactly. Ethos. Yeah, yeah. So I get you. I get soon, you. As soon as I see you straying too far away from yourself, then I gotta pull you back in and say, "You, you, you doing all right there, pal?" That's a good point. <laughs> well, the thing though is, like, my sandwich making technique is um, you're able to actually uh, pinpoint when I'm riffing on my sandwich making technique. When I'm like mm-hmm. evolving and when I'm going off course, because yeah. I pride myself in uh, as like a mature sandwich creator, mm-hmm. and like like all more mature or like uh, creative director level 
mm -hmm. um, artists. I like to think that um, like I have a style or like a, uh, an approach that you can observe. But like mm -hmm. if you're more of a novice creator and you don't really know who you are and what you're doing, how do you channel that? How do you channel that into your sandwich? So mm -hmm. I th and I think like maybe a lot of our listeners are probably at that level where they haven't really figured out who they are and they haven't really figured out mm -hmm. how to translate that to a sandwich. Do you have any advice for them? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, but you know what? I think the falafel is, is your uh, quotes. <laughs> it's your Virgil quotes. Mm. You know, when you add falafel to something. And also I can usually tell when you're straying far away because you usually don't make eye contact. Usually when you're like trying to riff, you make a lot of eye contact with me. You're like, you seeing this? <laughs> That's true. Well, and I say, yeah, buddy, I'm seeing this. Don't worry. It depends. Like if I'm going in album mode on my sandwich, I need mm -hmm. to be locked in with the artist. We need to be moving in unison, like two ice skaters dancing yeah. at the Olympics. Yeah. You're, you you and twirl. the sandwich artist are, you know, future and Lil Uzi Vert trading bars, um, going back and forth, you know, really just blacking out together in the booth. Damn, exactly. I got stripes on these streets like Burberry. Exactly. Ty just picked up two Burberry shirts, <laughs> like literally two days ago. Yeah, I uh, he told me they were. Uh, he told me they were three fifty, and I I got that totally wrong. What I, I thought it was a different three fifty you were talking about. Damn. Yeah, two Burberry shirts for three hundred fifty dollars each. It was <laughs> yeah. a steal. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It was three dollars fifty cents. Some old dude probably died and donated them. Yeah. I found them at a, a thrift store. It was he a died great after pop. he donated them because he doesn't have Burberry shirts anymore. Mm -hmm. But now um, I do. So yeah, I wasn't gonna snitch on the price, but you just did. So it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I, I uh, the breadheads love a good deal. Everyone, all you see our DMs. Everyone just says like, talk about the five dollar footlong again. That's the only DM we ever get. Is like you, you fucking breadheads are like, talk about the five dollar footlong. I'm tired of it. We don't care about the five dollar footlong. <laughs> Exactly. That, that was done in like 2003. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are 2000 and late, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but Ty, I want to get back to this, um, you know, theory that, you know, creativity comes from Subway, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I want to talk to you about like, you know, I don't think, I don't think Subway is a restaurant, okay? Because they don't produce a sandwich. They, you are the making the sandwich, right? You're making the sandwich. Um, Subway's not producing artists because we know they're not creating, you're creating. Mm -hmm. um, they're not growing the vegetables. Farmers mm -hmm. do that. Farmers grow the vegetables. Yeah, shout or out factories. by Indian farmers. Um, and so what is Subway doing? They're actually a printing company because all they do is mm. print packaging for themselves. They're a they merch company make... as well because they just make, they make <laughs> uniforms. Mm -hmm. So Subway, the only thing Subway actually makes is uniforms. And the paper to wrap up your sandwich. Because mm -hmm. they don't make line. the food. And you make the it's... sandwich. <laughs> Subway is U-line. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And people who shop at U-line and get that employee discount also eat at Subway. So it's just, it comes full circle, Ty. Very interesting. Yeah, so they are, they're, they're tricking everybody. This is, this is brand in action here. They employ the U. Mm-hmm. And and farmers, but all they, they employ make is you. Paper. They employ you and invoice you. Can you believe that? It's like yeah. what a pleasure it is to make your sandwich here. <laughs> you owe us ten dollars. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about <clears throat> the scam demic on this podcast, but we never talk about the scam witch happening right now. Scam <laughs> witch. Um, yeah, I mean, what can people learn from Subway then? Like, 
do people people don't go there for sandwich advice mm-hmm. people don't learn how to make a good better sandwich there there's no mm-hmm. like master class subway master class so mm-hmm. what is something they could do you know either for themselves or their future generation the kids great question so here's what i think they could do i think we have a lot of listeners that are like wannabe virgils and they are just like buying gildan shirts and printing ugly vector art on them to start their t-shirt brand which is not unlike what subway does where they just print paper and then they sell you a sandwich brand so your lifestyle brand is not unlike subway sandwich brand right because you're both (laughs) uh, selling more than what you actually are Mm -hmm. so i think like for all the breadheads out there who are hustlers all the hustlers around the world um I would say that look to Subway and how they've been able to embolden their community to be equal part creator and consumer of their business. (laughs) Well said. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, it doesn't matter if you, like, make shitty t-shirts, you flip sneakers, you, you make oat milk lattes at at a a third wave coffee shop Uh, i'm not really sure i actually think that most of our listeners are i like to imagine that they're a bit more of an aspirational class than that Mm -hmm. yeah i think so too um it's very likely that they're not studying this podcast in order to become a sandwich artist um because all we do here is uh, at think fresh uh, studios is dunk on them um so yeah, I mean, there's probably something else you could take away from this uh, potty here. But, uh, you know, I do want to bring up this idea we had in passing about some children's toys. Mm. <laughs> some uh, some children's toys for, you know, the up-and-coming sandwich artists. So those who are ignoring our advice and want to become a sandwich artist, um, you know, we think uh, a good way to get going is to get your kid in easy-bake oven Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, I think at Think Fresh Studios here, what we want to do really is create our merch line, and part of that is we're going to release a easy bake uh, bread retarder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think what we've identified here is that many of the um, <laughs> listeners are artists or uh, aspirational artists. They might have children who are aspirational artists, so uh, getting them started early would be really great. So an easy bake toaster, an easy bake retarder. I think those are. Um, excellent both like marketing tools and play toys to recruit future artists Uh, get all those little artists thinking about their two inch sandwiches wow kids pack kids pack Um, but like everyone does this like Ikea good old Ikea they have mm -hmm. like a play set of Ikea little tiny Ikea frying pans and a little tiny Ikea like best kitchen cabinet set up like that's true i've seen so many mcdonald's play places that are like you get to pretend as a child that you're a frontline worker flipping (laughs) for some reason that's fun (laughs) everyone wants to feel essential so why doesn't subway want to get in on this like why doesn't subway want it's the perfect perfect game for a kid to like make a sandwich out of like fake lettuce and fake like plastic cucumbers Mm -hmm. there is definitely some uh whimsical childlike like you know fun missing from the subway dining experience like you ever go to like uh montana's steakhouse and you you know get a little cup of crayon that you can draw on the table Mm -hmm. (laughs) like why can't you draw on the paper at subway when you sit down 
Mm-hmm. I, that's a really good point because they, as we know, Subway is a paper company. They exactly. make paper. It would be a really <laughs> nice value add to like just throw in some crayons. Right now, I'm exactly. using my sauce like and finger painting on the paper for fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've I've seen enough of Ty smearing his pinky along the wall here at, mm-hmm. at Subway. But uh, yeah, exactly. They just need to give you some crayons, and then the underside of the paper is white, so you get to just draw on there while you're eating mm-hmm. your sub. And like they could print more interesting stuff on there to help you mm-hmm. uh, in- inspire you, just like Subway offers you an arsenal of vegetables and meats to mm-hmm. choose from, the paper mm-hmm. could actually have uh, some sort of graphics to help inspire that first step into creation. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like maybe there's some like paint by numbers kind of things going on here. You can draw draw a sandwich. Maybe there's some tracing lines so you can trace a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'd also like to see... Or some- uh, yep. it could even give you a little design brief. And, um, you know, you would have to be the creative director as you are and follow the design brief and then create something. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the design brief is saying, you know, design a veggie jail for the Lucy's that followed your sandwich. And then you, <laughs> draw, <laughs> oh, yeah. and you draw a little veggie jail and then you put the sandwich lettuce crumbs in there as they fall out of your sandwich. I love that idea. You can even do it. They can put a little maze on it so that that bl- you can like move the black olive that fell on the paper through the maze. <laughs> play with your food. This is awesome. I would love to see some functional aspects to this paper too. For example, if they printed a measuring tape on that piece of paper, then when I open mm-hmm. my sandwich, I can very quickly verify whether or not I got the 12 inches that I requested or not. And then I know whether or not I can complain to management. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Subway might be shooting themselves in the foot by doing that, but uh, as consumers, you know, in twenty twenty one, we de- we demand it. Um, mm-hmm. I, w- I want my sub to be gender neutral and to be exactly twelve inches in length. It's it's you know time. It's enough is enough, you know. Yes, and is it too much to ask for all of that? And I don't have to bring my own measuring tape to Subway anymore. Yeah, I mean that would open up Subway to more than just construction guys and and um, chiropractors, people who have measuring tape already on deck. Um, yeah, they have a home field <laughs> advantage because of their profession. It's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Subways for the people. Yeah, Empower you got guys me. like uh, Ty and myself in here who, you know, need to see the chiropractor because we sit at a desk all day. Um, mm-hmm. And allow, we allow us to quickly measure our sub. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we haven't measured anything in a long time. Well, at least I haven't. You might measure something that's between five and six inches frequently. <laughs> <laughs> my my sandwich. <laughs> Your sandwich, cool. Yeah, my meatballs. Hey. Yeah. But yeah, Um, measuring tape on paper, great idea. As the fellows know, every inch counts. We want to verify every time. Yeah, exactly. Those that say size doesn't matter. That's all cap. Uh, We we know very well that it does matter. So Mm -hmm. Subway, print some measuring tape on the paper um, and give us some crayons so we can mark exactly where our sub hit. Mm -hmm. To take the crayon idea one step further, I would love to see the crayons ditching your like crayola color naming convention like i don't want sky blue i don't want like forest green i want sandwich colors i want <laughs> i want to be able to shade the difference between like green pepper green and cucumber green they're a different green mm-hmm. and i might want both mm-hmm. exactly red bell pepper green bell pepper mm-hmm. yellow bell pepper <laughs> and instead of like a skin tone collection you could have like both the different types of bread, but also different shades of toasted. Mm-hmm. So you could have an extra toasted Italian or a regular Italian. And then you have like a mm-hmm. whole palette of pan, 
cams, nudes, mm-hmm. browns, and blacks. There you go. Inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Let me get that honey oat real quick. Mm-hmm. Can, can I can I borrow a, a crayon? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, wow, this is great. I, I I definitely think Subway should make the paper of moment of delight. You know, mm-hmm. we see a lot a lot of times with these uh, direct to consumer brands, BTCs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, play a lot with their packaging and you know have some like funny little quirky moments when you like open the box of your Harry's um, like shaving kit. It says like your balls will thank you or some shit like that on there. Mm-hmm. Whenever I like get, <laughs> get my new iPhone and I pop the top off the box, you hear that satisfying like sound. <laughs> Don't you worry, I'll, I'll add that in. I'll add that in in post. Did that not um, come through? <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. It did. Wink, wink. Um, but yes, exactly. You know why? Why not have some fun with the wrapping paper? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We always like to uh, try to throw our wrapping paper out uh, into the garbage can from our table uh, when we go to Subway, because um, usually Ty and I sit next to the door, which is also mm-hmm. next to the um, flushing toilet um, drink machine, but also the mm-hmm. garbage can that mm-hmm. they seem to empty every time we're in there. Yeah, um, so we, we are treated to a medley of both sounds and smells. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, we're able to crumple up our paper after, and using the weight of the sauce that was it's now been absorbed to the paper, we're able to throw it across the restaurant into the garbage, mm-hmm. um, into the like Starbucks-sized garbage hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got grande, grande girth. <laughs> and like this is really the only interactive aspect of the of the subway package experience <laughs> is when you like roll that shit into your own little paper meatball at the end and now you have like a toy a play toy and you try to get airtime with it mm-hmm. that's like the only thing interactive about that but i what i like about that is that <laughs> it's it's also the only moment <laughs> during the entire like subway experience that you can kind of really relate it to sport and like subway <laughs> always like sponsors sport like like if you're yeah. you're throwing a football, you're it's or like shooting a hoop. It's not too different from trying to like uh, shoot a ringer with your subway packaging into the garbage can. It's almost identical. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. other like thing related to sport is the um, marathon run from end to end of the line when you're making your sandwich. That feels mm-hmm. like a triathlon. Mm-hmm. Equally part um, physically and mentally taxing. Yeah. What's the um? What's the sport in the Olympics where you have to jump over? Those like bars, like you're gymnastics. running and jumping. Is that not <laughs> gymnastics? No. Running the... and jumping. Hurdles. Oh yeah, that's called like, uh, yeah, hurt hurdling. Yeah, <laughs> Tra- track and field. We'll call it track and field. Okay, but you know, I think the metaphor plays in really well here. It's like ordering a sandwich is like jumping over a bunch of hurdles. It's like I just want this sandwich to be made peacefully um mm-hmm. but you know at the end we all give ourselves a partic- participation medal mm-hmm. i would actually like uh liken it closer to one of those weird olympic biathlons where the athlete is forced to like swim through a frozen lake and then like shoot a bow and like hit something <laughs> and then like bike 100k and then like fire a gun at something <laughs> because uh Subway requires these moments of extreme energy exertion and then moments of precise mental, like just 
performance. Mm-hmm. And rapid context switching. You're like, uh, right. cheese yeah. and toasted. Like, oh, shit. And then you go, <laughs> uh, like, pickles? Like, oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's, it's always a surprise. And yeah. you just have to be on it. And you have to be moving. You have to be pointing. You have to be walking. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful of the people around you. It's mm-hmm. like the Tour de France. Absolutely. It's a, there's a lot of metaphors, sport metaphors here. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about the halftime previously mm-hmm. when eating a sandwich, but there's also a halftime when you're toasting your sub. That's mm-hmm. when you get like 30 seconds to collect your thoughts. So like, okay, I'm, I've committed to a meatball marinara. Now, how mm-hmm. do I make this thing actually good? <laughs> really, you could divide the entire subway eating experience into like three periods. So your first period is pre-order to toast. Your second period is uh toast to like halfway through eating the six inch and then your third period <laughs> which is the longest hardest stretch is that last six inches yeah i mean you could have easily made it four quarters <laughs> yes <'Cause>... you're right because <laughs> you order you pay and go to the table right yeah that's halftime walking that's half-time. with your with your foot long in one hand it's like slouched over your hand and that's halftime and then first end of the first quarter is toasting a sub End of mm-hmm. the third quarter is mm-hmm. halfway through the sandwich. Yeah, we know sports. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, That's great. and then except every game is going into overtime because you got to like find your way back to the office without stumbling your way into a ditch. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not unlike leaving any arena at the end of the night. You have like a you're like have two corn dogs and like twenty ounces of shitty <laughs> beer in you that you paid too much money for, and now you're just like waddling home feeling like sad because you you lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty cool that I was thinking about this whole thing as like an athlete and you thought of it as a spectator. (laughs) Uh, Two different worlds, huh? I guess so. Well, (laughs) you're going to go for a run right now, right? You're going to run. I can see you're in the whole Nike dry fit. (laughs) Yeah, you you, you saw the bike shorts. I saw it. My eyes are up here, buddy. Um, Yeah. So like more more bumps than like a toasted Italian or cheese sandwich on those legs. Hey, why are you looking at my gabagool? Now, are you, uh, just to be clear, you're running for sport. You're not running to go somewhere faster, correct? <laughs> this is a great question. Um, no, because I always run in a perfect circle. So, <laughs> so I guess I'm going home fast, but I start at home as well. So mm-hmm. pick, pick that whatever you will. So you, I, I, I call that running for sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it depends on the clothes you're wearing when you're running. Mm-hmm. If you're like wearing like heavy, like if you're near like 20 ounce denim and you're like trying to like get somewhere pretty quick. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing, um, if you're wearing sweatpants and like Air Force, like black Air Forces and you're running, then I assume you just stole $20 out of the <laughs> child's pocket. Wow, that's hilarious. I was literally just talking to my friend who's a cop yesterday about how all um all the people that he like deals with are always wearing sweatpants it's like it's like (laughs) the the outfit of like the Mm -hmm. um scoundrels of society (laughs) yeah you you should ask him about black air forces too Mm. Um, yeah i will but you know what the ensemble that actually happened here uh in chinatown uh someone elbowed a little girl in the face and took 50 dollars from her damn why is the little girl packing 50 dollars because I don't know, I think uh, you know, the failing Daily Hive made it into a sob story, and mm. played up the fact that she was small and 
talked about how she was buying breakfast for her family. How noble. Mm. Wow. They really spun that. Yeah. I don't think Crooked, a little Crooked Daily Hive is, yeah, spinning the story just to get clicks. How dare they? If you have $50, cop a bank account. Like, that's enough money to open a checking account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your age. That sounds like a great first investment into your TFSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> at least for life, you'll be if you're if you're six and you got fifty in a TFSA, you're gonna retire at like what twenty five. Yeah, you're I don't really know how it works. Damn. Exactly. Don't blow it all on sandwiches. Yeah. Barbie dolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, gender neutral. Uh, they they potato head. Don't don't yes. blow it on that toy. Mm-hmm. You could probably make some pretty funny looking uh, potato head esque footlongs i've seen some on the internet where people have attempted to person personify the sandwich and then they photograph their work it's always really cringy you know what i just realized the potato head is the footlong of toys because you can make it whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) wow 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 so wow this is mind-blowing because the whole like making it not like binary was like really weird to me because the whole time I'm thinking like wait can't you do whatever you want to it like is not the whole point of potato head like you put lip you can put lips on it you can like give it a fat ass whatever mm-hmm. um so why 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 do you have to like remove the title you can do it at, you can do it anyway um but is that the same as making a subway sandwich that's amazing yeah it is subway sandwiches are non-gendered but <laughs> There's a very interesting parallel here, how we keep coming back to toys. You're right. <laughs> the potato head is, it's the play. They could make a, somebody could do a Mr. Sorry. Somebody could do a human potato head. <laughs> <laughs> Non-gendered. Yeah, exactly. But they could do it as a, as a little six incher. It'd be quite cute. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Customize everything. Little, little strands of lettuce for hair. Woo. <laughs> Okay, time to end this cursed episode. Um, <laughs> olives for eyes, little black olives, piercing black olives. You can look into my black olive eyes. Mm-hmm. Little black olive chrome heart earring on the on the side. Mm, now we're talking. You you could dress your non-gendered six-inch subway sandwich tall doll in uh-huh. all sorts of like cool fits. Totally. Um, some Halloween ideas coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Ty, it's been a whirlwind of an episode and another home run of the books. Mm-hmm. I'll say so as well. Um, it's always an adventure with you, Eric. I never know where this uh, talk show is going to talk itself to, but I'm mm-hmm. always happy with the results. Exactly. I always learn more about you and myself um, mm-hmm. after 24 inches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a feast. So uh, we will connect with the Brettheads again later this week. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. We're also on OnlyFans. So throw us a $5 foot long amount of money and we will show you our lunches and nipples. Wah. Slap, slap. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck.